What's up, people? Moto X Pod Show brought to you by Broadway Power Sports, Tyler, Texas. MX Girl Designs, Shock Socks, York Welding and Fab, The Professional Journey, and Introducing All Sport Dynamics. Motocross wrist braces, guys. Same ones worn by Brock Tickle, Weston Pike, Adam Cincerillo, Justin Bogle, and Joey Savacci. What an awesome company. Pumped to have those guys on board. I'm your host, Mark Poole. With me here in studio, my co-host, my friend, world-renowned Jamie Darkside Guida. Darkside, what up? What up? How is it to have another badass Texas-based motocross company on board? Dude, I'm pumped about that. Nacogdoches, Texas, Jeff Brewer, Gary White, all sport dynamics. Yeah, man, Jeff and Gary, they do the thing down there. They got it going on, and uh, I'm pumped to get a set of those on my wrist because they need them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, But, yeah, we we had Jeff on the show last week. He was a great interview, awesome human being, and, man, he he, he likes what we do, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. He's on board. He called me after the show and uh, said, hey, well, first of all, he wanted me to be a rep for him like i do with the x brand stuff and i went down there and talked to him he's like what do i need to do to be a sponsor and we set it up and uh, hmm, let so, me think about yeah, that for a so second, <laughs> uh, for our listeners what that means for you guys is we're going to be giving a set of these away every month for the next six months these things retail low end for about 135 dollars each each brace, each brace yes, for each the brace. low end brace um we when, and when i say low end they're not by any means, uh, cheap braces, they're just just—they're not the carbon fiber. But we're going to be giving a set of these away. We haven't quite figured out how we're going to do it yet, but that's pretty badass. I told him that I thought we should do every other month because it's such an expensive product. And yep. he said, no, I want to do every month. So that's Jeff Brewer. Uh, I need you guys, you know, as we always do, go to our sponsors and tell them thank you. And Motocrosswristbrace.com. Check them out, guys. Yep. Even if you win this set, they still have accessories you can purchase from time to time. You'll need to uh, refurbish them, refresh them. They'll have yep. all that stuff for you. You can even send the braces in and get them to do it. So uh, we're real excited about this. Also, our other sponsor, York Welding and Fab, is giving away a tail, a custom tailgate grill that, uh, that uh, i think you guys are really going to dig uh one lucky person is going to take that home they're going to put your race number on it yep. it's going to have some some it's going to be motocross themed of course and uh man this thing i don't know tell them what this thing retails for but yeah i, I need to figure out how i can enter because i don't have a grill we're not, yeah <laughs> my grill's trash i'd so. love to have one i think we're ineligible right. though we have to pay right. yeah <laughs> so, right. that's fine but you guys Robert Wells has already hit me up. Say, so how do I get in on this? I'm a, I'm a dedicated <laughs> Moto Moto X Pod listener. I was like, God, I don't even know yet. Yeah, we'll let you know, Robert. We'll let everybody yeah. know. Also, guys, man in the uh, controls tonight. He's our uh, our second in command producer, if you will, James Acock. James, say hi. What's going on, Mark? Well, you don't have to just say hi to me. You can say hi to all the people out here in Moto <laughs> X Pod land too. No, I'm good. Are you sure? Okay, you just want to tell me hi, huh? Turn you on my Man, now. TJ's rubbed off on him a lot, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. But uh, no race to talk about this week, right. guys. So, but... So what? Oh, so, yeah, sorry. Loretta Lynch just wrapped up. What was it, the uh, 400th annual Loretta yeah, Lynch? Yeah, I don't know. I don't listen to country music. What, then, what, are, uh, talk, what are we talking about? It, uh, no, I'm talking <laughs> about uh, how many times they've done Loretta's, yeah, which, yeah, you don't. know, but uh, we've got an interesting guest from that participated in that race on tonight. Hey, I'm... What are you doing over there? You got me fuzzing in and out over here. 
Sorry, guys, technical difficulties. Yeah, but uh, uh, Mr. Michael Keating, he raced the plus 50 and plus 45 class on an 03 YZ125. He placed sixth overall in plus 50. He had a rough week. He had a get off, pretty good get off. First moto of the plus 50 class got third place on a 125 two stroke against ex pros, guys like Barry Carson, dudes that can go. Yeah, that's And uh, so we're going to talk to him. We're also going to talk to uh, Texas native. Uh, Motocross Supercross professional privateer Van Martin is going to be on. And then we're going to talk to Mr. J.C. Chappelle. He's the head motocross instructor for the new Texplex Park. Yeah, and he's also a brand ambassador for them doing. He holds multiple hats out there. He's not just coaching. I'm excited to hear about this because uh, I didn't know much about it. You and TJ kind of brought it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down well, to hear about all it's this. It's in Midlothian, which is uh, okay. south of oh, Dallas area. Over that's there. where we were going to do the – the, the uh, torn. That's it. Okay. That's okay. The place. Yeah. So, dude, they right got on. mountain bike. I think they've got mountain bike trails. They've got like, like pump, jet ski things. And yeah, stuff yeah. 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 Pump okay. tracks. Rain, I got all Gnarly. kinds of stuff over there. So we're gonna yeah, we give you guys trip. a four one one on that. But uh, yep. how's everybody's week going? You enjoying work, Jamie? <laughs> sure. Sure. We got to ride this weekend, so it's not too bad. That was but. fun. Yeah, we went to Greenville Moto Park and uh, got got to do some laps. And man, the track was good. After, yeah, after yeah. the mud. After the mud dried yeah, up a little yeah. bit, it was awesome. It was so. a little sloppy. Our uh, Scotty Winterstone, Moto Pod alum, was out there yeah. tearing it up. And yeah, got to talk to Scotty a little bit. Yeah. Saw some good guys. Saw Jeremy Huddleston out there, a few other people Dwayne we knew. Carter. Yep. Yeah, there's some, some dudes rocking some, it out there. <laughs> some guys way faster than us. Yeah, some guys way faster than us. I so. think the max number of laps I did in a row was four, and the third one was like kind of cutting through. <laughs> Man, I was just not – I understand. Didn't have the energy that day, but it was still good to be out there. I would, I'd be out there enough and struggling through some of those muddy ruts and stuff. Yeah. Man, I was just about, about to where I couldn't hold on anymore. I had to pull. I was riding your uh, – You dumped my 06 over a couple th- times? That 06 – once or twice. <laughs> that 06 uh, CRF 450, which is still an amazing bike, by the way. Lots of fun to ride it. And uh, that just shows you, man, you can have fun and you don't need new shit. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, you, know? you kind of had the full sponsorship. I mean, I brought the bike. I gassed it up. Dude, I, I wrenched f- on it. Factory. And then I washed it at the end of the day while you went home with your family. All I did was show up with my, my wife's Tahoe with my family. I got out, pulled my gear bag out, got dressed, and got on my bike yep. and went. It was yep. awesome. Tires reared up. I was so factory that day, man. That's a cl- and, and I had a bike with beautiful graphics on it. It looked all pro. <laughs> And, uh, you know, full race. Thanks to MX Girl. Yeah, I think MX Girl Designs hit Cha-Cha up over there, and she'll make yours look like that if you need it to. So, uh, James, did you ride moto this weekend? No, I didn't. Why? It just didn't work out this week. He's over wrenching on cars. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, TJ's not with us this week, guys. He is in the Earl Field out there making him a living. Living on, money. A, living on money. Yeah, making money sitting on the couch. He can pay he the electricity bill so that we can keep doing this show. Absolutely. Well, I'm happy to let him. Yeah. So it, um, but, yeah, guys, lots of big things on the horizon for us. We really appreciate all our dedicated listeners. Our download count keeps going up. Tell your friends about it. Tell everybody about us. If they like Moto, I think they'll dig our show. If nothing else, they'll laugh at us, and that's cool right, with us right. as long as they're listening. Yeah, you know, just real quick with this new sponsor with All Sport Dynamics. Um, if you guys, we'll get out the phone number here in a minute. And if you guys are interested, check their website out, and they can get you hooked up. Just tell them the Moto X Pod show sent you, or you can contact me on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. 
Um, because I'm a vendor now, I can get you guys hooked up also. But it's um, just at least check them out. Give them a call. Yeah, the number's 936, uh, area code 936-569-1003. Give them a call yep. or go to price.com. Jamie, you got some X-Brand goggles on sale right now, do yeah, you? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I've got a, about 10 pair left, and I'm just trying to – I want to unload them at a really good price. I'm going to hook our uh, listeners up if anybody's interested. Um, so here's the deal. I've got about four or five pair of the EKS-S brand or, or models left. They retail for about sixty nine bucks. I'm selling them for forty five. I got some flat out liquids left. They, re, they I sell them for thirty five normally. Let them go for twenty right now. And the flat out with clear lens, I'm letting go for fifteen bucks. Man, you can't beat a fifteen dollar pair of gla- uh, goggles. No, not at all. So man, just yeah, hit, hit us up. Hit me up on Facebook, Twitter. Um, I'll cut you a deal. That that's it, man. I just want to unload these and give everybody a good price. Uh, I'm gonna run that price for another week or so, and then I'm gonna place a, another big order. And the yep. price will go back up. At Darkside MX3. Yep, yep. Or Darkside MX3 at what is it, AOL? Uh, my email is DarksideMX3 at AOL, or just my Facebook is my name, Jamie Guida, G U I D A. See, most people don't know you actually have a yeah, name. They just I have think a real you're name. I, I do have a real name. Yep, yep. It's hard being a celebrity. Isn't it? <laughs> it's hard being a celebrity, but that's okay, buddy. But, anyways. All right. Hey, Kylie. Does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. In business since 1989, Broadway Power Sports and Tyler strives to provide a superior product with superior service. From motorcycles to watercraft, their full parts and service department, they can get you taken care of with great brands like Can-Am, Polaris, Yamaha, Suzuki, Sea-Doo, and Victory. And don't forget they have firearms too. Broadway Power Sports is your one-stop recreation shop. Broadway Power Sports can match any online price. They can have most orders by the next day for no extra charge. With a friendly staff that offers a personal touch with a smile, how could you go wrong? Call 595-6288 or click broadwaypowersports.com and save. That's 903-595-6288. And tell them Moto Xbod sent you. Darkside here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com, and that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L, and tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. You got the one snowman up, eastbound and down. Hey guys, Muscle Mark here. I want to introduce you to my friends over at York Welling and Fab. From new construction, truck beds, barbecue grills, and anything else you can come up with, York Welling and Fab has you covered. 
With deep motocross roots and 20 plus years experience, York Welding and Fab is a brand you can put your trust in. Call Carl at 903-780-7369. That's 903-780-7369 and tell him Moto X Pod sent you. All right, guys, we're going to get to our first guest. He is Texas local, Texas native, motocross, supercross, privateer, Mr. Van Martin. Van, what's up, buddy? Not much. What are you guys up to? Uh, just, just talking some moto. Yeah, tailgate motocross, you know, just talking shit yeah, about our talking shit about our ride this weekend at Greenville. <laughs> oh, did you did you uh, did you enjoy your weekend off? Yeah, I did a lot. I uh, I rode one day back at my this local track. I kind of rode um, in Magnolia, but no, not very fond. And rode for my buddy Brooks. That uh, it was his birthday. His passed away about a year ago. He's a really good rider around Houston, and uh, we all got together. A lot of people. Got a long time to kind of ride in his memory and uh, share the memory, so it was a good time. But I only rode Saturday, and I took off Sunday to hang out with uh, my girlfriend and her family and my family. Yeah, it was a, it was a great weekend, for sure. Good deal. Hey, Van, we're having a little trouble here. You uh, are you are, is your phone? Are you in a good area right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually driving right now. I'm about to pull it to my house, but uh, sorry about that, but no worries. No, yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just going sometimes in. And like out. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes the wind, my girlfriend always says that when I'm driving, I got the AC on because it's so hot in Texas, so I gotta <laughs> yeah. move the I gotta move the phone closer to my mouth. So uh, yeah, I, to- I, yeah. to- I totally get it. Well, tell me, man, how how's your summer going? How, what do you think about it so far? Uh, it's it's been pretty rough. I'm not gonna lie, it's, uh, not not what I wanted so far. But uh, I mean, I only started riding two weeks before the first round at Hangtown for my, uh, from when I broke my wrist at Dallas. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, I mean, it's been up and down. Millville was the best one yet. I scored some points, but, uh, besides that, I haven't really been too happy. I've had some bike issues and some crazy stuff that you wouldn't really, uh, picture happening, but it's just my luck. And it's been coming around here lately. So I'm, uh, I'm starting to feel better back to where I should have been at the beginning of the season, but uh, finally getting to go back to myself on the bike. Well, I mean, it's it's a tough crowd, you know, right? I mean, there's so many fast guys that just making the 40-man show is pretty impressive. I mean, damn, there's a lot of fast guys. Yeah, definitely. You know, qualifying, I don't know, I'm hit or miss with qualifying lots. At Washougal, I had to go to the LCQ, and uh, – uh, red, but I did too. But I've qualified for everyone, and uh, I don't know. Like like I said, it's hit and miss. Sometimes I qualify close to the twenties, and sometimes I'll be on the bubble or right out. It's like, man, I can't. I still. I've been racing pro now for like three years, and I still can't figure out this qualifying thing. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how you guys do that. I really don't know how y'all do that. Yeah, it's tough. I try to. Uh, what I found works best for me is just putting in a moto basically and not not even wasting a lot because even if you think you screw up a lap like um if i still finish out the rest of the lap solid and i'm faster in certain spots i might end up being just a quarter a second or something that'll kind of bump you up a couple spots right not much yeah not much and in, in qualifying will bump you up a couple spots actually it's kind of crazy how that works but um yeah just go for those little tens of seconds and try not to waste a lap at all Right on, man. Right on. So, are you uh, are you driving to all the races? 
Yeah, I've actually uh, I've been driving back and forth between oh, every single round, pretty much, and which is that's that's been hectic. I did that in 2014 too, but uh, I like I really like to just come back home because I have a couple of my friends that we all drive together, all like four of us sometimes. So the driving's not really too bad, but I mainly just like to come home so I could be back in my normal environment, train on my on my, uh, like, stick to my schedule pretty much to where I'm riding this day, bicycle riding this day. Yeah. Like, try to keep it on the same schedule. It seems to work a lot better for me. That makes sense. Yeah, man, riding on. Well, it's got to be a tough yeah. grind out there, driving to and from, mm-hmm. lots of driving. Does it cost you time practicing? I mean, do you have to kind of condense your schedule down? Because, like, say, coming home from Washougal, that's a long drive back to Texas. Yeah, dude, that was, that was 36 hours. Oh, and, wow. uh yeah, that that one I had to ride. I had to switch up my schedule to ride on Monday, Tuesday because we left on Wednesday. When usually I like for this weekend, I'll leave on Thursday, and uh, that works out good because then on Monday, Monday I usually uh, my mechanic has some bike work to do because we leave right after I ride on like on Wednesday. He can't finish the bike work because we leave super early Thursday morning. So usually Monday I have like another recovery day (laughs) and I do like a workout and a bicycle ride. And then I ride Tuesday, Wednesday, do what we can to get the race bike ready and then, um, leave super early Thursday morning so that we're pretty close. Like I did, I did this weekend. We'll drive, um, we'll leave Thursday early in the morning, drive like 20 hours um sleep in my van for a couple hours and then yeah drive the rest of the way like the rest of the four hours on friday morning to make it there for tech on time so yeah it's it's pretty crazy but um like i've been doing i in 2014 i really learned a lot just driving back and forth so i i kind of got it down now to be honest where it's, it's not too hard to me even though i do miss some time being home on the week where i i could fly out friday if i had the resources to fly out to the races yeah. but uh i'm just doing what i can work with and uh trying to train as hard as i can and um trying to put in everything i can to make it a good weekend and week yeah i was gonna ask if you ever had a chance to do any of the press days but i guess with your schedule you leaving on a thursday or a wednesday then yeah there's no way for you to do that but that would get you extra time to prepare for that particular track if you could do a press day and maybe have your qualifying be a little better yeah, for sure. That would definitely help um, being able to do press day, but it's it's actually kind of hard for sure. someone like me to get into press day. Like, um, like I know on at Freestone my first year, well, I wasn't even a pro yet, but that that first year I raced, I I got into press day, but it was because I knew Tony obviously and yeah, yeah. Clayton and and they knew who to talk to to get me in to where I was like the local favorite that year. And, uh, but yeah, I've, I've tried to get into press days at Supercrosses too, but, uh, I, unless I try to get a hold of someone like four weeks in advance, it's like, they don't really take last minute, like privateers I got you. for that kind of deal. Yeah, I, heard, I heard it's a little bit of a conundrum trying to do that, yeah. it, uh, but Hey man, it, whatever you gotta yeah. do, you gotta do. I like that. You're just kind of what rolling yeah. with whatever you gotta get it done. You gotta yeah. get it done, man. Being a privateer life, everything's kind of last minute for me. <laughs> I just kind of wing it to everything. Like when I'm going to leave, just I plan it all the week before, so it's kind of hard 
even with signing up, it's hard for me to like, cause I get, we get paid every two weeks, you know? So it's like, it's kind of, I'm scraping by to sign up for these rounds in time where you get, you're supposed to sign up every, um, two weeks in advance, but I usually only sign up one week in advance because that time I could get Honda Genesee or get paid from the last two rounds. Right. Kind of. You don't have much time. Works out that way. But yeah. I was going to say one of the one press day at a at Hanktown last year actually. I heard a rumor from some of these privateers that if you just sign up, I mean, if you just show up to press day, usually they'll take you in. So. <laughs> I tried to do that, just show up, <laughs> and I got on the line in my gear, was with all the riders, talking to my friends, you know, and they started their bikes up, and I should have took off. I should have been one of the first people to take <laughs> off, but we were setting my starting device, and I was going to practice some starts, and the guy ran up to me. He's like, hey, you're not on the list, man. I'm like, oh, really? are you kidding me? I just drove here from Texas, and... I've I've only ridden this track once. Like you can't yeah. just let me get a couple laps, even one practice. And he's like, "No, you're not on the list." I'm like, Shh. that's ridiculous. Yeah, he should just let you go. At that's that point. politics, I guess. You know, I mean, yeah. that's... well, there seems to be a lot of those in the race, and well, as in every other you right. know, genre of life too. But uh, uh, yeah. Van, do you have uh, do you have some sponsors helping you get to the races? Or are you just rolling on purse money? How how you getting there, buddy? Um, no, I have. I have, I'm really fortunate this year to have a really good sponsor backing me and uh, paying for pretty much all my expenses. And, and that is All South Sprinkler Company. They're based out of Georgia. Um, they put in overhead sprinklers, like in big warehouses, you know, to put out fires. Yeah. And uh, the owner over there, John McCullough, is a really good guy. I met him uh, two years ago, and uh, I kind of met him through the web. He knew who I was. And just from winning Loretta's back in amateurs and being a good amateur. And he saw my story. And, uh, yeah, he just, after, from last year on to now, he's been pretty much helping me with all my expenses and also a mechanic. He's been helping out with that. So cool. It's Heck been, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. He's, he's really the only reason I'm able to make it by right now because. I also rent a house back home, and I have a roommate. But um, it's tough, you know, trying to. If I if I'm not in the top twenty, I'm just barely scraping by. Even yeah. though he's helping me with my expenses, it's still like so much more I got to pay for. Oh, I can imagine. Well, he's an awesome guy, no doubt. Hey, yeah, definitely, John. So the John McCall, the All South Sprinkler Company. That's company there is to me. I mean, <laughs> right? That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that the fact that people like that will help you out is, and probably not getting a lot back. That's really really awesome that's what the sport needs so that more guys like you can do this because there's just not that many spots for the top you know top tier guys it's just we're hell especially with you know teams folding up you know we're losing spots so it's a it's a cutthroat world out there dude definitely so the theme of this show this week is pretty much texas motocross and we're talking you know we're going to have a couple guys on talk about loretta's um what is your history with Texas motocross? I mean, you're from Texas. You know, tell everybody where, what area you're from, where, how you got started. Um, you, okay. Let's give a little bit of your background. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Houston, Texas. Born and raised. Lived here my whole life. I I go to California a couple of times a year just before the, uh, the Supercross and Outdoor starts. But 
besides that, I've pretty much grown up. Um, at first, my dad got me into racing when I was, uh, I didn't start racing until I was eight, but I started riding when I was three years old. And um, always for fun, you know, my dad was a good pro himself, a local pro. He, he grew up racing hair scrambles, and then uh, a couple years before I was born, he started racing moto. And so when I was born, he was still racing local pro events and working at uh, this dealership in Houston called House of Wheels. And um, so he got me into riding when I was three. I never really took it seriously until, like, eight. I told him I wanted to race because he was, he was trying to, like, race locally, too. So it was, it was kind of hard for him to do both, sure. me trying to race and him yeah. trying to race. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, when I was eight, I told him I wanted to start racing, and at that time, he started working at Honda of Houston, and, uh, which is a, a really big dealership in Houston and Powerhouse, and um, yeah, so he started working there, and they started a race team with American Honda back in them, and I just started, um, I was really slow at first, honestly. <laughs> I, was one of the, I was one of the slowest kids in Houston. I raced around locally, Three Palms, and... Uh, Rio, all, all the local tracks around Houston, and I went up to Dallas quite often too during the Winter Series races, and uh, I started getting faster and faster, started getting better equipment because <clears throat> my dad had good connections with everyone, so uh, yeah, I started uh, getting a lot faster when I was 13, it was the first year I tried for Loretta's, I should have made it, separated my shoulder, um, I took a year off, and then I raced from when I was 16 at Loretta's and Super Mini until, mm-hmm. um, till when I turned pro when I was 19. So I raced those three years and I won the championship that the second year I was there and should have won another one the last year I was there, but, uh, went down the last moto, but pretty much I grew up racing through amateurs and, been okay amateur nationals in my last few years i really started killing it doing good around texas i was yeah. one of the uh, bigger names one of the best riders locally and started doing good amateur nationals and then i had the option to uh turn pro with that jab racing team uh they were based out of kind of houston and dallas matt lemoyne's dad put it together yeah and yeah yeah, so that was really cool. I was on the team with Matt and Gannon Audette. And, uh, yeah, that kind of came about after I went from, in 2012, my first year, well, I did the last four outdoors at the Loretta's. And I got top 20 in, in like, seven out of eight motos right out of amateurs. Wow, so, yeah, that's strong. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really good. I think that was, I, I still kind of think that was my peak. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm still trying to go up. I, I'm not saying that. But uh, I did really good right when I turned pro. And then they signed me, broke my wrist before Supercross, the first year pro. Got to race one year or one race in Houston, almost made the main. And then uh, I went to race outdoors, but the team kind of fell through. They didn't really promise me what was originally planned. And I ended up kind of doing it myself with TPJ that year. And then. Uh, yeah, that was 2013 on a Cowie. They gave me a bike and then did okay. The next year, 2014, I got hurt again in Supercross. It was a privateer still. Drove all the rounds and uh, did good in outdoors. And then 2015, I messed my face up at Soccer Ranch really bad. Took that year off. 
worked at uh, Honda Houston that whole year, and then 2016, I was like, I'm overworking. Started <laughs> went, back, went back to racing Supercross, did okay. Well, it did really good. Scored a two-digit number, and then at least this year, trying to get that two-digit again. Hey, race as long as you can. Yeah, I promise sure. work does not get yeah. any better as nope. you get older. I'm overworked, too. Right. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of yeah, it. Yeah, that's... Well, Honestly, that's what I realized that, that one year I took off in 2015 is because I had that really bad injury to my face, broke a bunch of bones in my face, my back, and uh, I I started working. I was like, you know what, this isn't worth it. I'm just trying to scrape by every week. Yeah. Like, what is like, what is the point? You know, like, why would I even do this anymore? So I went to start working, and it was nice to make a consistent paycheck, honestly. But uh, um, I saw my competition doing good, you know, and that drove me nuts. I knew yeah. where I could be. <laughs> I knew where I could be. I raced, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna race Houston since it's right here. Heck yeah. And uh, and then I raced two outdoors as well that year, just for fun, while I was working, no training at all. And uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get ready for 2016 coming that year strong. I'm done working. I want to just chase a dream for as long as I can. Absolutely, and we love seeing it. We love seeing you at Swan at the Pro Challenge. It's always cool. You planning on coming for that this year? No, oh, for sure, definitely. I'm going to race both classes this year because last year I didn't have a 250 at the time. So this year I'm racing both classes. Awesome, nice. awesome. Well, it sounds like you've been through uh, the, the struggle with uh, injuries and all that. That, that you've made some good progress, but it just it seems like we you know one one step forward, three steps back sometimes with getting hurt. And that's yeah. the nature of the beast. I mean, riding dirt bikes isn't safe. That's why everybody doesn't do it. Yeah. But uh man, yeah. I love that you that you you're just you're focused on what you're doing. You got it. you're keeping up with it no matter what happens to you, you just keep pushing forward and I hope you keep doing it, man, because yeah. I love seeing you out there. Yeah, thank you. And uh yeah, I don't I don't think people realize really how many injuries I've had and um I try to kind of throw that out there so people know what I've been through exactly and that, uh, I don't know, what I've had to overcome throughout the years and I'm still fighting for it and I still don't want to give it up no matter how much I've been hurt. I just no, I, I you, want to keep going for it. And you need to. I mean, if you're making a 40-man a main you're you're the man yeah it, you know main just, events and supercross yeah, all that stuff yeah you need to keep going insane and you know but hey i want to know you know with your you growing up in texas do you have a favorite track whether it's a track that's uh, not here anymore or uh, still a currently current track uh lake Whitney is my favorite i had a feeling that's what you i hear say. that a lot yeah. i hear that from a lot of people if, for sure and i still like uh i don't know if you've been to red rock but um i have track over in in Austin, that track is insane. That track is incredible. You I know, I was supposed to too. go ride there two, three different times, and it was when I was still working in the Ulfa, and I got called out to work every single time they were open. But <laughs> oh, I've heard that place man. is absolute, just yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've heard little yeah. bits about it. So. Yeah, have you all been to, you up in the Cycle Ranch, I'm guessing, right? Oh, man, yeah. I lived in New Braunfels for a good while, and I rode Cycle Ranch every weekend back when they were open all the time. It's it's an awesome place. Yeah, yeah I love Cycle Ranch. I'm glad to see that they're uh, – they're trying to open back up a little bit on occasion, so yeah. that place is cool too. Yep. Have yep. you have you been up to Johnsonville? No, I haven't actually. I've been. I wanted to do this. There was a District uh, Forty One race there last year during the off season. Yep. And I wanted to go race it, but it was kind of. I was like debating on if there's if four pros show up. You know, even if I win, I'm only going to make enough money to 
like barely cover that trip. So that sometimes that's kind of a determining factor sure. for me. Yeah, no doubt. Well, man. if you ever get a chance to come up, you need to check it out. It's it's kind of our local track. Well, Swan is our closest track, but we kind of can. Uh, I personally kind of consider Johnsonville my home track, just because I'm so close with April and Cole. And I mean, I love that place. Van, that track, you will love that track. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah, I've seen. I mean, I've seen all the videos from it. I saw uh, this video Jack Zach James riding yep. there, and it looked really fun. Yeah. And, uh, it, Cole changes it. That's one of the things that's cool is Cole will change it every few months. You know, he'll change a section of it at least and do something a little different. So, you know, you're not always kind yeah. of get bored, as they say. Yeah, it doesn't get stale like yeah. some of them do, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go out there for sure uh, during the off season. I'll definitely plan a trip to go out there and just drive for the weekend because the dirt looks like underground kind of, right? It's real similar. Yeah, yeah it's real similar. Again, Cole just knows what he, man. He knows when the we, the weather's a certain way. He knows how to disc it so that it works up good. It's it's like riding on a brownie at the beginning, and then it gets you know breaking bumps and ruts, but not like shitty breaking bumps. It's, it does get rough, and there's yeah. a lot of people out there. It gets rough, but I think it's 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 a fun rough. Yeah. You know, like it just it's a moto track. It get, it breaks down like it yeah. should. So yeah, it's really really fun. Now, do you ride three palms quite a bit living in Houston? Um. Not, not really. I uh, three palms is just, it's kind of. It used to be really, really good, and then uh, we used to go out there a whole lot back when in my early days of an, on big bikes. But now it just it's more of that rider friendly. It's all about hitting the berm. There's no technical stuff on it really. So if I do go out there, it's usually on a Monday when they kind of leave it choppy and uh, like when there's. I don't know, after a weekend when they don't really prep it. Yeah. It's the only time I really go out there. But I still do go out there a whole lot, like once a week, um, just because I kind of train kids on the side too. And it's they have the, the lights on for night practice whenever the kids get out of school. So um, that's a good thing. But cool. I still go out there a whole lot, but um, I don't ride out there as much as I used to. Okay. Right on, man. Right on. Well, Van, we know you're a busy guy. We won't keep you any longer, but we really appreciate your time and thank you for sharing a little, sharing your journey with us a little bit this year and giving us some of your history, man. We it was really fun. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. I right, look forward to seeing you at the next round. Yeah, good luck this weekend, man. All right, thank you, guys. All right, Van. Thanks, Van. Van. Van Martin, ladies and gentlemen, and with that, we'll do some commercials. Hey Kylie, does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way Kathy, he uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10 second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. In business since 1989, Broadway Power Sports and Tyler strives to provide a superior product with superior service. From motorcycles to watercraft, their full parts and service department, they can get you taken care of with great brands like Can-Am, Polaris, Yamaha, Suzuki, Sea-Doo, and Victory. 
and don't forget they have firearms too. Broadway Power Sports is your one-stop recreation shop. Broadway Power Sports can match any online price. They can have most orders by the next day for no extra charge. With a friendly staff that offers a personal touch with a smile, how could you go wrong? Call 595-6288 or click broadwaypowersports.com and save. That's 903-595-6288 and tell them Moto Xbod sent you. Dark Side here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com. And that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L. And tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Hey guys, Muscle Mark here. I want to introduce you to my friends over at York Welling and Fab. From new construction, truck beds, barbecue grills, and anything else you can come up with, York Welling and Fab has you covered. With deep motocross roots and 20 plus years experience, York Welling and Fab is a brand you can put your trust in. Call Carl at 903-780-7369. That's 903-780-7369 and tell him Moto X Pod sent you. All right, guys, welcome back. Again, big shout-out, Broadway Power Sports, Tyler, Texas, MX Girl Designs, Shock Socks, York Welling and Fab, All Sport Dynamics, The Professional Journey Racing. Coming up next, he is the head motocross instructor and brand ambassador at the new Texplex Park in Midlothian, Texas, Mr. J.C. Chappelle. J.C., what's up, man? Oh, man, you know, just another day in paradise. How about you guys? Uh, we were just discussing that. <laughs> are you on the beach? <laughs> are you on the beach? Where are you? <laughs> no, not quite. Not quite. But life's good, man. Old Midlothian, huh? Yep. Yep. Now, for those that don't know, tell us where Midlothian is. Uh, Midlothian is out off of, so coming from Dallas, you'll take 35 out. And then hit 67. It's pretty much in between Dallas and Fort Worth. Awesome. Uh, so it, it's out there on unincorporated land, kind of the last bit that's left out there between uh, Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, and it's it's right there on 67 between the two. Sweet. sweet. Yeah, I, I did some concrete work out there years ago. At that, they have like a concrete plant in Midlothian. I did some work out there. That sounds like fun. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of industrial work out there. Yeah. I was I was surprised when I came across the place. Now, now, JC, are you are you a are you a Texas native? Where, where are you from, buddy? Uh, I'm from Texas. Um, lived a little bit all over, but Texas is definitely home. Uh, I've been here. Ooh, I guess I've been here for about 17 years now. Okay, right on. So um, I'm I, I I reside in Louisville right now, but I definitely call you know DFW home. Sure, sure. Now, we'll get into the we'll get into the Texplex thing in a minute because we really want to hear about that. But give give, a, give our listeners uh, your history with Moto. Uh, okay, so my history, uh, in a nutshell, was um, I, I would say, if you want to call it a heyday or whatever, was kind of the 05 to ten range. 
um, I started I started riding back in '98. Uh, started running amateur nationals in '04. Uh, had some top tens at Loretta's in '05, '06, '07 ish range, and then uh, got my pro license in '09, and then actually had to walk away from the sport for a little while towards the end of 2010 uh, due to injuries, oh, as wow. many of us have that story. And then, um, you know, I would say for those that knew me, um, <laughs> I was I was referred to as the Texas Giant because I'm six foot five. But oh wow, um, I know you, I know you guys have had uh, Bo Bentley. You know, pretty similar build and yeah. size. Yeah, both you got, Yeah, both of you guys are monsters. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, five, I was number five hundred nine on the Honda. Rode for uh, American Honda's amateur program for a little while, and then uh, had some injuries, lost that ride, and got picked up by the Team Green amateur deal, uh, thankfully, and had a few good years with them. And then uh, injuries came knocking on my door. And uh, actually, as of now, I started riding again this year. I took about a seven-year hiatus. Wow. And uh, started riding again in March. Um, actually, me and Pops went to an arena cross just, just to watch it out of the blue. And four days later, I had a bike in the back of my truck. That, that's generally how it goes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. So it's hard to hard to go. I, I didn't ride for a long time. Went to a race with some guys I was helping at, at that time, and I'll be dang. Same scenario. I had a bike not too much longer later, and I've had one ever since. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in our blood, man. We can't no get doubt. rid of it. No, it's hard. I, I I did the same thing. Got injured when I was nineteen or so. Quit for about seven years. And thought about it every day, and finally got back into it. But hey, I've got a question with your height because I'm six. Two six three, depending on when I'm being measured. And uh, do you do anything different? Do you ever run bar risers or any kind of setup difference because of your height? Now, see, that's what that's what everybody actually laughed at me about on my bike setup was. So we we obviously tried um, higher seat foams. We tried lowered foot pegs. We tried uh, you know the high rise bars. We tried. Um, I mean, it pretty much if they did it, we tried it, right. um, especially back when we had the bigger amateur budget. Um, kind of funny how you have a bigger budget when you're riding amateurs <laughs> yeah, than right. when you go pro, but it <laughs> seems to go that way. Um, so we tried all that, and what was really funny was my favorite setup was I had to lower my shifter and my brake because when you're tall, you have big boots, so mm-hmm. you had to make it so you weren't hitting those. And then I would actually have triple clamps that would move my bars forward. So I'd have the forward offset triple clamps. Okay. But this, um, the standard bend bars, uh, standard foot pegs, I hated tall seats. I had to run a stock seat height. It was really funny because my bike, other than the triple clamps, you would have thought I was five foot five. Yeah, I don't change much either, so I was just curious. But I, I would get told now that I, I hunched over when I ride. I think, I think it's just because I'm tall. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. And I actually read an article, uh, I think it might have been Kyle Chisholm that did it, uh, about how it's impossible to look good as a tall rider. <laughs> and uh, he was so spot on, man. We're so hunched over when we ride, no matter how we set it up. It's it's a constant battle. Yeah. I've never really thought about it till recently, but with you saying you're six five, I was really curious because that's it doesn't you know two or three inches taller than me doesn't sound like a lot, but it really is. You know I'm a yeah. It, it, go, oh, ahead, go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, it, it certainly adds up. Um, you know, I have buddies that were 
right at the six foot mark and I couldn't believe the amount of problems I had just being that much taller than them. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's weird how all this setup stuff goes because I'm five eight and I have to run a taller bar or I just don't feel right. And you would think somebody short like me wouldn't wouldn't need that, but I like them. To, I like the taller bars for whatever weird reason. Yeah, I like the forward offset, and then I like really wide bars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you feel like you're holding on to a two by four when you grab my handlebars; they're so wide. <laughs> well, I have no, I have no budget. So I just run whatever's on the bike when I bought it. <laughs> hey man, that's that's pretty much where I'm at now. Um, I'm <laughs> running a bike. I'm running a, a 2014 Yamaha 450. Had low hours on it. Yeah. Craigslist special, but man, it gets me go. around the track. I'm having a blast. And, oh. Yeah, that's all that matters at, at this point in my career, <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah. As long as you're having fun now, yep. JC. Tell us about the Texplex Park, and yeah. then tell us, you know, to give us an info, give us some insight on it, and then tell us how you got involved with it. All right, so Texplex, um, I actually found out about it through their BMX side. Uh, some of it, uh, mountain biker, dirt jumper, and all that. Um, but just a quick rundown on Texplex for those that don't know what it is. It's located out in Midlothian, and uh, it's it's a uh, all-in-one enthusiast park. Uh, most of us transfer from hobby to hobby, uh, whether it be mountain bikes, motocross, cross-country, UTVs, um, the list goes on. But So this park has a 250-acre bike park uh, for uh, BMX, for dirt jumpers, for mountain bikes. And if you just picture how many single-track trails are on 250 acres, that kind of puts a uh, perspective on how large this is, but they have the bike park, they have a side-by-side track that's designated for only the side-by-side. Uh, you can run your own, or you can uh, ride with one of the professional drivers that are there. Uh, and I don't get scared much, but those uh, side-by-side drivers out there, I tell you what, they'll, they go for it on that track. That's awesome. And yeah. then uh, they have a two-mile motocross track, uh, and then three miles of off-road trails. And um, then past the enthusiast stuff, they also have a shotgun range. Uh, they have both the um, the the throwing ski uh, that do the airborne. I'm sorry, I'm not a, a huge gun enthusiast, so pardon if I butcher the language here. <laughs> it's okay. And then the rabbit, and then they have a rabbit range that sends the heat across the ground. Oh, cool! Nice. Uh, and they have they have five shotgun booths for that. So that's really cool. Um, we were actually out there to do some some shooting while we were out there, and it turns out motocross riders are not a great shot, if I'm the judge <laughs> of that, because I did absolutely terrible. Uh, and then they had something that I had never seen before. They actually have an indoor pistol range. Well, they have an indoor and outdoor, but the indoor is a simulation range, so you're shooting, it, you're shooting full metal jacket ammo into a screen, and they run you through scenarios. Uh, you can do the simple target practice, or you can do home invasions you can get it's pretty wild um like i said i'm not a gun enthusiast but i went in there and i played for about an hour and a half and i could get enough of it that's awesome and then um the thing that got me by surprise is that there's actually a really beautiful venue in front of textplex which you hear textplex and dirt jumps and all that and then you have this beautiful waterfront venue in front of it it's kind of wild uh it's called blaine stone they actually own that as well and they incorporate that 
in with all the events they do. So they host, you know, dinners and after race events and like giant bicycles just did a big expo there. So really for enthusiasts, man, it is just the one-stop shop. So, yeah, if somebody wanted to come down for a weekend and, and let's say, you know, we want to go to the gun range and we want to ride the track, you we want to do a little mountain biking, what is the pricing and, like, what are, what is the schedule as far as how you guys are open? Is it every weekend or just certain, certain parts? Uh, it's, it's, it's actually open every day. Okay. Um, they uh, just recently announced that, the, that uh, they are going to be open Mondays as well now. Uh, it's definitely a call before you haul because we can't – Textbook can't control the weather, so um, make sure the attraction you want to do is open. But um, all the hours are on textflexpark.com. Okay. And uh, the hours are actually very long. They're uh, usually 9 a.m. to uh, 8 p.m., and that's just simply to maximize the sunlight. So is it... Uh, and then if you come... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You finish. Um, and then as far as pricing... Uh, you can either do single events. Um, I know a lot of motor guys will go out there just to ride and then head out. Um, or you can actually do park passes, which are not much more, and you can have access to the whole park. Is, is that just a day pass? Uh, yeah, you can do uh, day passes, and you can also do uh, memberships to have full access to the park. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, are there uh, facilities to camp, things like that? If somebody wanted to stay uh, the that weekend, that works. Um, that's on the con- the current build plan. Uh, they are going to add RV hookups, uh, covered and co- uncovered. They're going to have uh, cabins that'll be for rent as well. And they have they haven't even brought me into the loop of, I, I guess you would call the further development um, past the moto side. And they just they gave me the surface level of it. And man, it's going to be incredible. Um, I, I can tell you this, my my lady at home is going to be a little upset because all my time is going to be out there. <laughs> well, with that scheduling, like I understand that the, the gun range stuff's open every day, weather pending, but is the track also open every day, weather pending? Yes, it is open every day. Um, it is only prepped on the weekend. Okay, that was part of my question, but, yeah. But, um, you know, for those of us that just love to ride, I'm one of those that I just love to ride. Sure. Um, you give me a dirt bike and give me something to ride, I'm happy. And so they, they do unprep practice Monday through Friday, and then uh, prep Saturday morning and Sunday morning. And is, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Is, is that price the same, unprepped and prep practice? Yes, as of okay. right now. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that's – man, we got to get down there, Mark. Do we have to. You ride any day of the week, you know, weather permitting. I, I'm, I'm in on that. My, I'm going to bring all my guns. And <laughs> I've got shotguns and 45s and 9mm. We need to go down there for a week. Yeah, weekend. I need to get my shotgun out and clean yeah. it and get the dirt bike running good. Bring I'll put Load the mountain bike up Well, yeah, I, ju- I just got into mountain biking a little bit. I'm, I can't go very far yet, but hey, shit. That's all right, as long as you're for out sh- there riding. Oh, <laughs> man, it's – the best way I know to explain their mountain bike trails, their single track, is um, if you envision kind of a ski slope, how you're going down the ski slope, and there's, you know, rail parks off to the side, and then there'll be a bar over here, yeah. and, you know, there's attractions along the way. That's pretty much how it's designed. So you'll have, like, the main dirt jump park, and then you'll hit um, a tandem line park, and then you'll go some more single track, hit a slalom park, and then there's a wood park in the back. Oh, and, you know, so I'm, I'm you're all not over just that. riding single track. Yeah, you, you have all kinds of options as you're going. 
That is awesome. I'm so in. Like this is something we have to schedule very soon. We'll, we'll go I'm, sleep in our vans at a truck stop yeah. and uh, get run run over there in the morning. To and, hell with going to Six Flags. Yeah, screw Six. That's Six Flags <laughs> for Moto guys, man. Right. I tell you what, for enthusiasts, uh, that's actually it's funny you say that. Uh, the president Tommy, he uh, that's how I explained it to him. I said, "You realize you built a Six Flags for motorsport enthusiasts," and yeah. uh, that's I mean, like when I go. Um, Man, I, I drive a Ford F-150 uh, standard bed, and but you can't fit anything else because all the toys are in the back. Dirt right. bike, mountain bike, dirt jumper. Yeah. And, you know, the list goes on. I wish there was a UTV, but that's not in the budget yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I understand. That's another car payment right there. <laughs> right. But, so how many employees but, uh, do they have to maintain a facility like this? You know, I don't know the exact number. Okay. But what's really interesting is it is not a uh, it's not a small operation. That's what I was surprised about. Was they have? I really like the plan that they have around all the um, all the we'll call them the the areas that present any danger. Uh, obviously, that would be like motocross track, dirt jump park, uh, the airbag. We'll touch on that in a minute. Um, they have. Uh, you know, track wardens that are actually in little tower stands. Right. That so you constantly have eyes on you, and um, they have radio to the medics, radio to you know the medical crew, the management crew, and then they also have the full office staff that makes sure you're not sitting there waiting for 25 minutes to get in the park. That, that's awesome. That is awesome. And yeah. then they also have what's wild right now is so they're actually going on a full track rebuild right now. Um, the details will come out later, um, but they have a full crew that works there full time. Uh, there's, it's, they're both working on bike parks. They have a bike park crew and then they have a moto crew and, uh, the, that track and it's, it's going to be amazing. It sounds too good to be true. Almost. This is like, I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around how awesome this place seems to be right now. And well, let me tell you. Oh, no, let but, me tell you how I came across this place was it was really an organic kind of thing. I was actually at another dirt jump park riding my dirt jumper, not even a motocross bike. And uh, a gentleman out there told me about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, it's the digital age. We all hop on Facebook and Google. And, right. Uh, I looked at it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go out there. And the airbags caught my attention. Yeah, tell me about and, this. What is this, um, what is this airbag thing? Okay, so the first thing everybody thinks of is Travis Pastrana. He always has the big airbags. That's actually what they're called, big airbags. Yeah. And Texflex has one. Oh, and wow. for the BMX side, um, mountain bike, BMX, dirt jumper, whatever bicycle you want to hurl at this thing, um, it's got a huge roll in before it. And it's great for two things to me. Uh, a lot of my friends that aren't real great at jumping. <laughs> that aren't real comfortable with it. And I don't mean that in a rude way, just meaning they're not super comfortable with it. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> it, it gives them the ability to feel what it's like to be in the air, you know, be a story and a half up on a bicycle, but you can let go and land in the airbag and be fine, or you can actually ride away on the airbag. You kind of have the choice. Yeah, for those that don't know, being that high on a on a bicycle is a lot different sensation than being that high on a dirt yeah. bike. I, yes, like I was, yes. I was saying I just kind of got into the mountain bike thing, and I haven't really figured out how to jump a mountain bike yet. I'm not comfortable. I mean, I used to jump BMX bikes as a kid, 
So that would be really cool for me to come down there and get a because I'm kind of afraid to test the waters. Yeah, absolutely, and that's actually how I got a lot of my friends jumping. Was I was you know, hey, come out to Texplex. We'll do we'll do a day on the airbag, and then they actually have uh, a rubber mulch landing that's shredded tires. Yeah. So it's literally like landing on about a six inch soft pillow. Nice. And um, so you kind of go airbag, then you go over to the rubber mulch landing, and then you go to dirt, and it just helps you build that comfort level. Absolutely. Dude. And <laughs> the cool part about the airbag is. Um, last time I was out there, I was trying to pull a backflip 720 <laughs> and you just, you start to build this confidence, you know, knowing that I can eject at any time and just land on my back and roll out of it. And that, that's something that I've been in a lot of foam pits and all that. And the foam is pretty brutal because you do come to a dead stop and the bag is just it's something that's never been offered around here. That's actually the whole reason I went out there, come to find the head of motocross track once I got there. Yeah. Yeah, finish that story. I, I interrupted that story when you were telling us about that. Oh, yeah, no, not a problem. Um, so I went out there to ride the airbag. Um, I, I had the same thought you did. I was like, this is too good to be true. You know, I was like, these guys just take really good pictures. That was my thought. And I got out there, and I've been out there every weekend since. And... So I went out there to ride, and Tommy came by, who's the president and founder, and I was actually riding my bicycle, and then he pointed out the motocross track, and obviously I caught it on the way in, and then the next time I came, I came with a truck full, and um, as far as how I got involved with Texplex, uh, I rode out there a few times, and me and Tommy started talking, and it was one of those things, it's what North Texas needs. That um, sounds like it, yeah. Nobody was, w- nobody was willing to take the risk. Um, obviously there's a lot of financial investment, a a lot of liability. Um, and these guys were willing to the team out there, Tommy, Casey, Joe, and all the team out there was just willing to take the risk and provide this for us. And my goal when I started talking to him was I've been to a lot of tracks, um, over, you know, 18 years on a bike, you know, ridden in 35 different States. Wow. I've seen, I've seen, tracks that do it amazing i've seen tracks that do it wrong i've seen the mistakes and i just wanted to help them kind of streamline it and um you know share my experiences with them so that way they could kind of sift through and definitely skip the mistakes kind of learn from the mistakes that other people made and also mistakes that i made and um you know it's what's really cool out there is the crew out there is uh, customer experience is number one. Um, right. I, and this is actually before I was ever, uh, before I was ever linked up with Textplex, I actually heard Tommy say something to one of his employees. Uh, I can't remember what the exact scenario was, but Tommy said the exact phrase. He said, man, customer experience is number one. Make sure they leave smiling. We'll figure out the rest later. That's awesome. And that was before I even had any association with them. And it instantly, I was like, okay, this guy gets it. Yeah. Yeah. That tickles me to death to hear that. And and that's, that's action sports in general, motocross, whatever. We need that big time. Need that. Uh, Yeah. I'm really excited right now. Like I'm actually legitimately excited right now. When are we going, Jamie? Soon. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. JC, I'll get with you on that. We're coming up there pretty quick, man. Oh yeah. You let me know. I'll meet you out there. Absolutely. Um, I'll make sure. I'll make sure they show you a good time. Oh, absolutely. That'd yeah, be awesome. I got one last question for you. Well, I got two questions. First, how old are you? 
I'm 27. Okay. Okay. I was curious, just, just some of the things you were saying, I was curious that, you know, how old you were doing some of these tricks that I'm thinking about trying to learn how to yeah, do Yeah, we're, we're a little older, JC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm 43, but, uh, hey, is there any plans? I know they did a torn race early on this year. Is Are there any plans to do any motocross races or other? I'm, I'm glad you asked about that. We actually had a meeting about that last week, and, um, as far as the details I can share right now, the answer is definitely yes. Okay. Um, the, they actually let me in on a little surprise. Uh, they, so the, the dirt that's out there was currently black dirt, which I, obviously is moto. That kind of makes us cringe, right? Mm, a little bit. And yeah. then, yeah. And so I was out there and I was, you know, telling them how to, or showing them how to mix the dirt, um, with the proper materials to make the dirt. And then the, one of the track builders goes, well, you know, below the surface, we have this dirt. And he went ahead and took a piece of equipment, dug it out. Man, they have brown dirt, like perfect brown dirt that mixed with sand yeah. over time is going to provide the incredible motocross dirt. Ruts in the corners, loam coming out. Um, the jumps will hold together, not wash away in the rain. And as, as we speak, they're pulling that dirt to the top. Uh, it's going to be a process. Sure. Uh, but give them six, 60 to 90 days. And you will see that track. Obviously, they're starting now, but you will see it completely change. Uh, there's new obstacles coming. Um, they're actually already breaking ground on the new obstacles. I'm super excited to ride them. And then the track is, you know, it's over two miles long. So it's definitely, you know, for me, I'm a little bit out of shape. So I ride five <laughs> laps and I'm sucking wind out there. Sure. <laughs> but um, now back to your racing question. Yes, they're going to put in some starting gates. They want to get involved in the motocross community. And what was really cool was before I ever said anything was they said that they want to partner with the local tracks. Uh, you know, they mentioned a bunch of the DFW tracks that are around here and spoke very highly of them and said they wanted to be a part of the network and, you know, really help everybody su- succeed. And that's kind of when I was like, okay, you know, I- I'm going to really enjoy being here. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounds like they're committed and uh, committed to our sport, committed to all the genres of things they have out there, and, and to to giving the customer the 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 most excellent experience they could possibly provide. And you just don't see you don't see that in any business nowadays. Everything's you know fast paced, buy buy buy, go go go. I like seeing this, and uh, we're going to talk about this place quite a bit on this show and, and do everything in our power. To, uh, to to get some guys up there, to get people flowing into the gates. And and uh, I think it's going to be a wonderful experience. Yeah, man, we, we certainly appreciate that. And, you know, the, the biggest thing that, that we can ask is just let us know what your thoughts are. If there's something on the track that you don't like, we don't want it to go unknown. Um, you know, we want to we wanna address it quickly. And uh, the ultimate goal here is we're – we're giving ourselves a year to have a spotlight track in place. Obviously, it takes a lot of time, a lot of dirt to move, but um, it's going to be constantly progressing. I'm super excited, and that's that's only the moto side. You know, the the bike the bike park side is in a whole other world of its own. That place is incredible. Oh man, well I, I'm gonna you know that, that excites me. I was talking to Jamie earlier. I was like, I'm gonna sell my mountain bike. I'm so bored riding <laughs> these local trails around here, you know, around where I live. I've been riding them for years, and I'm just doing the same thing over and over and over again. But now hearing this, 
I'm going to keep my bike. I'm going to bring it up there, and I'm going to put it to good use. Yep, yep. I will tell you this. If you go out there, uh, don't make the mistake I made the first time. I showed up at, like, 3 o'clock, <laughs> and, I, you know, the next thing you know, it's 8 o'clock. And I was like, oh, okay, so now I go out there at 9 a.m., and I just take a little sundown because, you know, you can get tired on the motorbike. You, yep. You head over, hop on your mountain bike, ride single track. Yeah. It's, We're going to have to have a couple days. It's wild, man. Have a couple days and come out and do it all because, yeah, I, like I said, I'm bringing the mountain bike, the dirt bike, the guns. Um, yeah, whatever else I I'll, yeah the gun, else I can figure the out. guns, the guitar, the family, everything, man. <laughs> we're we're bringing the whole shebang out there. Yeah, and one more thing. Um, I know you guys got a limited amount of time, but um, another thing that TechFlex is offering is so they have uh, instructor sessions over on the bike park, and uh, those things have actually been selling out as fast as they can post them. And they had, so that's what they brought me on board for was for the moto side. And um, we're going to offer in-house instruction. Um, they're going to consist of three-hour sessions, full-day sessions, and also weekend camps uh, as they come up. And uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, it's just to streamline the process. Yeah. Um, learn, learn from my mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes over the years, but also saw a lot of success. Uh, it just took me longer to get to that success because of the mistakes. And um, we're going to be teaching how to proper the proper form. Um, as you guys know, um, that's a whole other discussion in itself. But everything from corners, starts, drills, rhythm sections, line selection, racer IQ. Um, and we'll be covering all those materials in the instruction at these clinics. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, man. JC, we really appreciate your time, buddy. Thanks for filling us in on this, and uh, we're going to talk about it an awful lot. We'll probably want to have you on again sometime, and yep. uh, if that's cool with you. And uh, Yeah, man, you got my number. You give me a call, I'll be here. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to get in touch with you. When Jamie and I can set a time to come up there, I'm going to let you know so we can meet up. Definitely do so. All right, buddy. Well, hey, man, appreciate you coming on tonight. Absolutely. Glad to be here, man. All Thanks, right, JC. Have a good evening. You too. J.C. Chappelle, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. I can't freaking wait to go up there. What about you, James? I, yeah. Yeah, I, that's – yeah. I kind of want to stop the show right now. Let's go ride. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's just go. go. It'll well, be dark, but who cares? Well, I want to I wanna get your guys' opinion on something, but I'm going to wait till the Locals Only segment here yeah, in yeah. a little bit because right now we got to get, get Michael, Michael Keating on. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited. Hey, Kylie. Does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, get Shock Socks. Go to ShockSocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes, too. In business since 1989, Broadway Power Sports and Tyler strives to provide a superior product with superior service. From motorcycles to watercraft, their full parts and service department, they can get you taken care of with great brands like Can-Am, Polaris, Yamaha, 
Suzuki, Sea-Doo, and Victory. And don't forget they have firearms too. Broadway Power Sports is your one-stop recreation shop. Broadway Power Sports can match any online price. They can have most orders by the next day for no extra charge. With a friendly staff that offers a personal touch with a smile, how could you go wrong? Call 595-6288 or click broadwaypowersports.com and save. That's 903-595-6288 and tell them Moto Xbod sent you. Dark Side here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com. And that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L. And tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Hey guys, Muscle Mark here. I want to introduce you to my friends over at York Welling and Fab. From new construction, truck beds, barbecue grills, and anything else you can come up with, York Welling and Fab has you covered. With deep motocross roots and 20 plus years experience, York Welling and Fab is a brand you can put your trust in. Call Carl at 903-780-7369. That's 903-780-7369 and tell him Moto X Pod sent you. All right, guys, we're going to move right into our next guest. He uh, did really well at Loretta Lens last week. He uh, wrote, wrote a, a, an 03 YZ125 to do so. Sixth overall in the plus 50 class at Loretta Lens, Mr. Michael Keating. Michael, what's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. We're pumped to talk to you. We've been following your story for a week now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thank, thanks to Charlene Campbell for putting this deal together with us, man. Yeah. We, uh, every one of us has been talking about it, and we just had to talk to you. Yeah, no, that's I, I'm very excited. Uh, like one of my clients at the studio says, I'm just happy to be here. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's massively. I've got, I've got a guy that he comes to 6.30 class, and uh, every time he asks him, how are you doing? He's like, I'm happy to be here. There you go. Yeah, we're, and I'm we're, like, well, that's pretty good. We're pretty pretty impressed with what you did, and man, it's just love that a Texas guy did so well. Now, now you and I talked yeah, yesterday. Thanks. You and I talked yesterday, but for the listeners, what what what's what? Where did the decision to ride the one twenty five come from? Well, uh, actually, and I, I kind of mentioned this in my uh, interview with Shan there at Freestone, but it was a, and I mean, in the very essence of the word, last-minute decision, with uh, Saturday morning, I'm laying there, you know, in my van going, you know what, because I've, I've got a 350 KTM, I've got a 2015 350 KTM, which is for sale by, <laughs> by the way, if anybody's <laughs> looking for a good used 350, <laughs> you know, and I was, you know, and it's an awesome motorcycle, I love it to death, and, you know, but, uh, I mean, I just love the two strokes and I've always loved the small borders. And so I'm laying there in bed and I'm thinking, well, you know, I might not qualify riding the 125, but I know I'll have a lot of fun. And, um, so last minute decision, 
I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to ride the 125, and I headed over to sign up, and I had already pre-registered on the KTM, and I was like, can I change the bike that I'm riding? They're like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, and they showed me how to do it and everything. Of course, it was just a couple of clicks on the computer. Yeah. And there I was, signed up to ride the the 14-year-old 125. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I had, and of course, you know, and I never, not only had never been to Loretta's, I never even tried to qualify. So. Wow. And I had heard a lot of hype, you know, about the regionals, you know, about, man, it's going to be a big deal. you got to br- bring your A game, you know, if you want to qualify. And so I have to say, I was a little on the nervous side, and especially, you know, making that last-minute decision to switch to an underpowered motorcycle. Right. But um, like I said, I knew I was going to have fun, and I said, you know, if I don't qualify, it's I guess it's not meant to be, and, you know, we'll we'll regroup and, you know, come back next year or something. But like I said, I'm going to have fun, and that's what I wanted to do. And it worked out great there at Freestone. I had some awesome motos, got some pretty crummy starts, and um, but did a great job working traffic, and I made it to the front in all six of my motos. And I had a six-moto sweep at the all-first places there. That's crazy. On, uh, that, is incre- that is incredible. <laughs> yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, the first couple of motors, I'm just as surprised as you were. I was like, <laughs> okay, holy cow, how did I do that, you know? And then I'm like, can I keep that up? Can I do that again? So, had you but, had, uh, had like you I had, said, mu- I was having fun. Right on, man. Had you had much time on that bike prior to that day? Yeah, yeah. It's um, I actually uh, do some racing with uh, the TDRC group there, the Texas Vintage Racing yep. Club up in the DFW area, you know, kind of up there by you guys. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, um... Yeah, so with uh, Tony Mosley and all the guys, Team Cramp, they're huge supporters of mine. And uh, that's actually, you know, through uh, the Cramp boys and Mike Hans, and yep. that's where I met Charlene. You know, of course, all the guys, Buddy Byrnes and all those guys and everything, you know, they're just great people. That's where I met Shan Garcia and, you know, Robert Milliken, you know, his partner in the uh, Shock Socks Absolutely. adventure there, which I'm using on my bike, by the way, so a little plug-in for the shock socks there um they're working great i haven't had to change the set of seals since uh you know <laughs> since yep. i put those on there so yeah we all run those oh yeah they're, they're, uh-huh. they're yeah shock. yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's such a simple little idea but man yeah it, it, it works great so sure does yeah so um how who were some of the guys you battled with at freestone who, who were some of the texas guys that you blew away on that 125 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple of guys. Well, there was uh, Gabriel, I believe his last name is Wajardo. He's actually from Mexico. He comes up here to race with us sometimes. And uh, so he qualified. He was one of the guys I was battling with. And um, Kuhn, I believe, uh, Jeff, I think is his first name. A bunch of these guys I never had really, you know, spent any time with or even met before Freestone. So okay. I'm kind of shaky on some of their names. That's okay. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, Jeff, McC- I think it's Jeff McCune. Uh, he's out of uh, the um, Bastrop area, I believe. And um, and like I said, Gabriel, he he came up from Mexico. And then um, who are a couple of the other guys. Uh, of course, a uh, uh, preacher guy. Uh, what Brian, Brian Jackson. Name? Brian Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Brian yeah. Jackson was there. So yeah, we did a little battling. And um, and then the oh, I'm just drawing blanking on all these names. Oh, that's uh, fine. The that's Parts Unlimited guy. What's the Parts Unlimited guy's name? Uh, not sure which one you're talking about. Parts Unlimited rep. He just oh, uh, yeah. he's, he's actually now ventured off to the electric bike. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that. I can't, his name is on the tip of my tongue right now. Yeah, Derek Wedding and I. I know, about mine too. I'm just like, I guess you can tell I'm 50. I can't remember his name yeah. now. <laughs> That's all right. So, um, so now that you've done you've done so well, do you have plans to do it again next year? You know, I, I don't know if I'm going to go back next year. I kind of have to see how see how it goes. It's it's very expensive. That's what I was going to say. It yeah. was a lot of fun, but I do definitely want to go back. If not, you know, this coming year, maybe the year after. But I'd like to go back next year. Yeah. But um, like I said, I've never been there before. I had no idea what to expect. Um, I haven't been to a week-long race since, like, I think, Ponca City back in 81 when I was riding 80s. Wow, yeah. So I've never done and, that. Uh, yeah, so. so the week-long race, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot. And I took my oldest daughter with me, Lindy. She was an amazing pit crew. I mean, she was I, she was all there. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, she's putting, uh, you know, stuff on the pit board. Nice. It, you know, tell me what place I'm in the line with me she she found her backpack at the um, at the medical tent and she started you know taking waters with her and you know she yeah keeping track of my goggles and everything so she did an amazing job helping me wash the bike after my motos and stuff yeah, yeah. she did I, I i couldn't ask for better mechanic i mean you know she did as good a job as you know a professional you know as Get cool. Norfolk or something in my eyes. I was like, of course, you know, I'm biased. Right, <laughs> right. Well, kid. And what a bonding. But, name. I mean, she was amazing. She did yeah. awesome. That's good. That's good quality time together, yeah. too, man. That's that's awesome. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, again, she's been away at college now for a couple of years, so she's she's 21 now. She'll be 22 here in a month. And, um, yeah, so, you know, she's been away to college, so it was great for me to actually, you know, get to spend some time with her again, you know, after she'd been away. She's over at Texas State there. She'd been out of you know out of our house for a couple of years now, yeah. so it was really awesome to get to spend some time with her. You know, just good family time. And uh, yeah, my interview. Some of you, you can check it out on Facebook on my uh, Facebook page. Uh, my interview after my first moto, I got third. And so he's interviewing me, and I told him that he was wrenching for me and stuff. And, you know, and kind of as we're finishing up the interview, he was saying, you know, that's what Loretta is about, you know, coming here and just having a good time and, you know, having your having your kid, you know, do your mechanicing for you and right. stuff, you know. And I was like, you know, that, that is what it's about for me, you know, these days. So it was it was awesome. Heck, yeah, man. Well, tell us how you finished up overall. Now, did you write, you wrote two classes, didn't you? I did. I rode two classes. I had horrible luck in the over 45 class. So, but the over 50 class is where I did all my best motos. So I, um, I got a, like I was just saying a minute ago, I got a third the first moto. So that was really good. Got a mediocre start. Of course, you know, my starts were a little lackluster on that 125, but I actually did get a couple of good starts later on in the week. But I started out with a really good, uh, you know, really, you know, for, for me, a pretty dang good start there. And I was probably running about, you know, mid-pack 20th or so. And I worked my way all the way up to third place in the very first moto that I rode, which was the first moto of the over 50 class. Right. And so there I am up on the podium doing that interview that I was mentioning with you a second ago, putting in my plug for all my sponsors and everything. And uh, so that worked out great. And then so I had a moto every single day. So the next day was my second moto, which would be my uh, week, which would be my first moto of the over 45 class. Right. And, uh, again, pretty good, you know, mid-pack, not too bad. And, um, like, the fourth corner, uh, of course, the track is super rutted. 
so I'm in this rut that's got two guys stalled in front of me. So I'm trying to jump. I'm kind of climbing out of the rut. I kind of pop the front wheel up and try to climb out of it. And I clipped the guy's back tire with my pipe. And it tipped me over. No biggie. Jumped right back up. Didn't kill the bike or anything. I bet, you know, it was right there at the start. And I still bet, you know, four or five guys didn't get by me because I'm, you know, just jumped back up so quickly. But it had knocked my exhaust pipe off the cylinder. Oh, wow. So, of course, my bike is making, you know, you ever once heard, you know, a two-stroke bike with a, that the solicitor fell off of or, you know, that's running without a bike. It's terrible. And uh, that's what my bike sounded like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, and I couldn't, I wasn't sure what had happened. I was like, did my silencer fall off? Did I break my pipe? What's going on? It took me a couple corners to kind of figure it out. And I'm over in the Ten Commandments, the whoop section there yeah. at Loretta's. And I figure it out. So I kind of pull off the track. I lean my bike up on the side of one of the Ten Commandment whoops. And um, and I see what's going on. And so I'm trying to, so it's like off to the side. But I just need to knock it over about, you know, a quarter to half an inch. And I'm and it'll pop back up on the cylinder. You know, the spring should pop it back up on there. So I'm hitting it with my hands, trying to get it, you know, with the heel of my hands, trying to knock it over there. Right. <laughs> it's not going, and my gloves are starting to melt. And I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing this red gooey stuff on my bike now, and I'm like, oh dang, <laughs> that's not good. So then I go to kicking on it. So here I am out there in the middle of the track, you know, kicking on my pipe, and um, and about the tenth kick or so, it pops on, and I'm like, okay, so here we go. So I jump on my bike and I take off. And I have no idea what place I'm in, but I come around, and uh, and my daughter, she tells me I'm in 39th place. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, of course, you know, the pack is gone. You know, it took me probably a good 90 seconds, I would say, to, you know, get the pipe on, you know, best-case scenario. So I, it takes me two laps to catch the pack. And, of course, once I catch the pack, I go to work on them, and I actually ended up finishing 15th in that moto. So I went from 39th. To fifteenth, and wow. took a break with, uh, with uh, yeah. So I was I was pretty pleased with that. And of course, Lindy, she came running up there. She's like, "Oh my gosh, you did so awesome!" I was like, <laughs> what place did I get? She's like fifteenth, and I'm like, "Oh, that's not too bad." There you <laughs> no, go. That's, that's fantastic. Awesome. So yeah, awesome. so that was that was pretty exciting. So yes, yeah, so that was a uh, that was a good moto. You know, my my you know fifteenth place would make you think I had a pretty good moto, but all the you know, knowing all the facts and all, you know, all things considered, it turned out pretty dang good. Yeah, I I listened to a, a podcast today actually that Chris Kiefer did uh-huh. on Loretta's, and he was talking about like just how bad the ruts were, and that he went into this race going, "Oh yeah, I can ride ruts," and you know, and then and rough yeah. tracks, and then when he got there, it was not at all what he expected. That it was pretty. It was yeah. It was uh, very gnarly. It it was pretty crazy. I was uh, talk, showing a couple people. Uh, one of my friends that's in a TVRC group there, yep. Brian Head, he's a photographer. He's got BH23 photography. And uh, he took he put up a couple pictures of me. His dad posted them there on the TVRC uh, Facebook page. And uh, one of the pictures, I'm going up. You know, it's one of those corners that has, a you know, like a little hill on the inside of it. So you uh-huh. can go over the hill on the inside or around the hill, you know. Right. And uh, you can kind of see, well, you can very easily see my back tires in the rut and the axle is level with the dirt. So Jeez. that rut, you know, is as deep as, you know, my axle, my rear axle bolts are like dragging the <laughs> right. dirt. That's how deep the rut is. Yep, yep. And yep. if you kind of look closely, you can see that on that just on the face of that little hill, 
there are five separate ruts, and I and I can tell you right now, you know, all five ruts were that deep, and <laughs> oh, that's man. just the inside. That's the inside of the track. Sure. The outside, of course, you know, going around that little hill also had you know another four or five ruts just as deep. So the ruts were you know were something you know <laughs> next level something to behold. Yeah. yeah, that track is really deceptive. Yep. I, I've heard and I watched some of the some of the motos uh, last week when I had some time. And wow, that track turns into just Godzilla, you know, of mm. moto tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the braking bumps, you know, they're right there on the same level with those ruts we're talking about. Yeah. It's like, holy cow, you know. That's really crazy. And, you know, the, other, uh, the other thing you mentioned was the price. You know, I heard that, like, I don't know exactly what it was, but per class it was like a couple hundred bucks, and there was like a $350 parking fee and – I mean, it, it, that's the only thing about Loretta's that really bothers me is that it feels like it's gotten a little out of hand that just the average guy can't really – Yeah. How, how do you do that? You, you know got to I mean? save for that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're exactly right. You got you to get your piggy bank off to the side, you know, get the Loretta fund going and start, yeah. you know, saving all year for it. Because, you know, when I first decided to go, a buddy of mine, Todd Downs, you know, and I were talking, he's like, man, you've never been with us, you should go. I mean, you just turned 50, you could ride the over 50 class. And and I was like, man, you know, that sounds kind of cool. You know, I'm kind of, you know, it's kind of one of those things on my bucket list. I had never given a whole bunch of thought, but, you know, I'd like to like to go at least once. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, like, so it's, it's a great facility. It's an awesome job. I mean, the, the workers there, super friendly staff. I bet I was thanked by 15 different staff members throughout the week for just coming. <laughs> thanks for coming, guys. You know, Very you know, nice. we're just walking along. And somebody's like, yeah, hey, thanks for coming. You know, we couldn't have this race without it. And I'm like, wow, I've, <laughs> I've never been to a track where they thank me for coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was nice. Absolutely. But, you know, but I was talking to Todd, and then, you know, and we're kind of going, you know, we're making plans and stuff. And then he starts telling me, you know, like what it costs and stuff. And I'm <laughs> like, what? Yeah. yeah. So it's three hundred seventy-five dollars. It's three seventy-five to park your car, and then like you know, then if like if someone else comes, if you have a second car, that's another hundred or two hundred bucks right there. Jesus. So it adds up, and then I think the class. I think the class. It wasn't two. I think it was one ten. Okay. You know, per class, the sign still, up. We complain about and forty dollars. Of course, then you gotta. Yeah. So I mean, it adds up. To, uh, and then if you're lucky enough to win the lottery for the hookups, you know, that's another $200 if you want hookups. Uh, right. But you have, one, you have to be lucky enough to, to to get, you know, it's like a lottery, you know, they just draw your name out of a hat. Mm-hmm. And um, if you get that, then you got to pay another $200 for the power hookups and the water hookups. What, where did y'all so stay it, when it, you were it there? It definitely adds up. It gets expensive. Right. And, yeah, so you just got to kind of save up for that. But, you know, it was it was, it was a blast. It was fun, you know, but the 375, that included me and my daughter. So I was didn't know about that. I was like, when they get there, they're going to hit me up, you know, for another 100 bucks for Lindy or right. what. But mm. So, luckily, it was just us through the, the 375. I don't know if you could, if I could come in there with 10 people maybe for that 375. Yeah, I heard <laughs> I it was a car. I heard maybe it was that's an idea next year. Right. We'll bring the whole dang clan. There you <laughs> go. Now, my, Michael, where did y'all you stay know, when you were there? for that 375. <laughs> hey, where did but y'all... it was great. I mean, they put on an amazing they put on an amazing show, very organized. Once they got the race order set, I mean, they run it off like clockwork. You know, they have to because there's sure. so many people there. You're so far away from the track. They had to walk over two hills just to get to the track. We were so far away from the track, 
there would be, you know, 42, 450s out on the track racing, and we couldn't even hardly hear them. Oh, wow. So that's how far we were parked away from the tracks. So, man. You definitely, uh, you know, you definitely need to know what time your moto is, you know, because you can't hear the announcer or anything like that, of course. You can't even hear, you know, 42, 450s ripping around the track. Right. So, but you know, it's like, okay, you know, this motor starts at the top of the hour. This motor starts at the bottom of the hour. And they run it off like clockwork all day long. Wow. And uh, they did an amazing job of staying on schedule. Did you guys... uh... Yeah, you know... I'm sorry. Yep, go ahead. Did you guys camp while you were there? Uh, we camped for part of it. Uh, we got a hotel. Again, I wasn't sure what to expect, you know. I had a buddy, Wes Jordan, came down from the DFW, another TVRC buddy. He's got an antique twister uh, casual clothing. So if you guys want to check that at antiquetwister.com, you can check out some casual clothing of his. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's got some really cool stuff. But uh, he came down just to help me out. Him and his wife... <laughs> Literally, and this is no joke, they passed up a scuba trip in Mexico to come to Loretta Lynn's. So not not many of us guys have a wife that says, you know what, we should just skip the scuba. It was her idea. We should just skip the scuba diving and just go to Loretta's. That is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife would yeah, not be on board with that like, one. It's like, okay, you know, it's like, oh, why? You got a wife like that? You want to hang on to her. But well, yeah, so... So, yeah, so long story short, they came down and spent the week there at the track and uh, helped me out, you know, anything I needed. They helped me out. They helped with, uh, you know, cooking food and stuff like that. Well, Wes helped out with a uh, little bike maintenance and stuff like that. And so it worked out really well. And, uh, yeah, some obviously, you know, some really good friends there. I can't say enough about, you know, people like that that are willing to help me out like that. That's just fantastic. Heck yeah, man. And I'm well, just I'm... really honored to have people like that as my friends. You know, like I said, and yeah, the whole TVRC guys are, you know, the whole crew's like that. I mean, they are just some nice, friendly people. It's like the motocross days of old. Of course, everyone's riding the bikes of old, but the people are friendly. You know, I mean, it's, it's just amazing. You know, everyone's there to help each other out. And that's why I'm really, I've enjoyed racing the vintage stuff with those guys. I have a 79 RM100 that I go race with those guys and I make a couple of the armor races also, you know, the national, uh, vintage circuit stuff, but, uh, just lots of fun, good, good times, great, great people. So, but, uh, yeah, so I can't thank Wes enough for coming out and helping me out like that, but, uh, you know, get back to your question. So I camped out in his rig a couple nights, you know, Lindy and I stayed out at the track there a couple nights that I had to early moto two of the days I had to moto at 9 a.m. So I didn't want to have to drive back from the hotel. So so we just stayed there at the track with them. And then the nights that I didn't have an early moto, we were staying at a hotel uh, just up the road a ways. Right on. From the track. Yeah. Well, heck yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you, I'm, gl- I'm pumped on your, uh, on your, you know, showing there. Gl- glad you had a good experience. And, uh, I know you're a busy guy. We won't take any more of your time, but thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and talking with us. That's awesome, man. I really appreciate oh, yeah. it. I enjoyed chatting you guys. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you so much for um, inviting me to be on your show and everything like that. I, I really feel really feel honored. Well, we we are very proud of you, and we appreciate you. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. We'll, we'll look forward to seeing you down the road somewhere, and uh, you know all that good stuff. But appreciate it. Okay, sounds great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thank it. And God bless. Hey, you too, man. Michael. You too, Michael. Thank you. 
Michael Keating, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys, we're going to jump right into our locals only segment. Locals only, man. No kooks. But, uh, kooks. No kooks. It's like a surfer thing or whatever, territorial militant right, surfer right. talk or whatever it is. But what we're just going to talk about today, I'm going to jump right into this. I mentioned them uh, during the commercial break Texplex Park. Yep. Let's get a big, big group of guys. If you live in North Texas, East Texas, somewhere in Texas, we're going to plan a weekend where all of us are going to go to the whole Moto X Pod Show crew will be there. We'll wait till TJ's off work. I hate to do it, but we're going to yeah. have to. <laughs> and um, we okay. will, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get everything together, and everybody um, will go have a good time, man. We might even do a little mini podcast out there or something and talk about it. We'll get hooked up with JC and ride moto, ride mountain bikes, you know, Throw James in the river if there's one out there and shoot James guns. is going too. No, I hope not. Ah. But uh, <laughs> anyways, hey, get big shout out, guys. Broadway Power Sports, Tyler, Texas, MX Girl Designs, Shock Socks, um, uh, All Sport Dynamics, The Professional Journey Racing, York Welding, and Fab. Appreciate you. Yep. Appreciate all the help we get with the show, and uh, it keeps us doing it, man. Keep listening for these uh, upcoming giveaways. Like I said, we got the uh, tailgate, the, the trailer hitch, barbecue grill coming up and we're going to have some all sport dynamic braces coming up to give away uh we're trying to do some cool stuff we need you guys to listen and let us know what you think before we start giving them away absolutely absolutely well jamie james it's been a good one guys who's jamie oh wait that's right we have to refer to him as dark side it's in his, <laughs> no, co- it's in his contract Oh, we have to tell, we have to call him Dark Side. Uh, so or Darky, as DJ Girl says sometimes. Darky, Darky, what's up, Darky? Like, uh, I don't know how appropriate that is, Kayla. I, I'm not sure Kayla likes our group text so much. She oh ever, no, she does. She, she yeah, she said she she was laughing so hard that her coworkers were making fun of her. So dude, I, I don't know yeah. if people realize once they jump in them how gnarly they really right. get. And most of the time it's directed at TJ just because he's yes. an easy target. Well, that, that, that was but, the only problem was that Kayla started defending him and I had to text her on the side and say, you can't do that. You can't do that. You have to jump yeah, in. You're like, going to be out of the group text if you start who, Whoever's getting TJ. tattooed, everybody else has to jump on board with tattooing that person. <laughs> right. And it becomes very evident whoever the weak, the weakling is. It's kind of like, <laughs> you know, what lines do. They'll pick off the weak one. Right. And they're killing, like, Survival soon, of the fittest. As soon as somebody says something ridiculous everybody just tat tat you know tease off on them excuse yeah, yeah. me and uh i try to stay on top of my game for that because it's rough <laughs> when you start getting it from the, every end and jamie's witty i'm witty tj's not witty so it's usually him that gets it <laughs> his his cut downs are like 12 <laughs> paragraphs long my or dad can beat up your well, dad no, they're just so long that you go what what was the uh what the fuck down? are we talking about tj yeah it's just too wordy but uh we have a lot of fun and it's with always that. misspelled Oh man! So even if it was a good cut down, you go like, but you didn't spell that right. Uh, And we've got like three or four different ones. We got one where it's me, you, uh, TJ, and Kayla, and then we've got me, you, James, which James never replies because he's a redneck and he doesn't use his phone. What? I don't need a damn phone. What the hell are you talking about? And then we've got our buddy Phil in in on one of them, and he he's an easy target too. So he gets he gets quite a bit of flack, but uh, we have a lot of fun with it. And uh, I mean, if you get your feelings hurt easy or you don't like foul language or don't ever jump in on one of these texts because <laughs> you will absolutely just not understand what is happening. Right. But uh, anyways, again, man, hey, thanks again, guys, for listening. Keep listening. Tell your friends about us. Buy shit from our sponsors. Things yep, of that nature. Yep. We got to have help. Give Shar a call. Get some graphics from her. Shock they're, socks. They're great price. They're great quality. Get you a set of shock socks. Leaky fork seals yep. suck. My new my new graphics should be here probably probably the end of the week. I, I told her you know to work mine around 
all the other customers because I'm not in a big hurry and I know she's working on it. And as soon as they come in, I will definitely post pictures and so you guys can see what you're missing out on. No, absolutely. And uh, give uh, give York Welding and Fab a call if you yeah. need any welding done. I got to get a subframe straightened. I got to get my foot pegs are sagging on my yeah. old CR250. I got to get that fixed. So I'm going to have Carl do all that. There you go. And uh, get it going on. So uh, all sport dynamics, guys, get you some wrist braces. If you have health insurance, most people do now. Go get you. They have they have a code for them. You can get a prescription written for yep. them. Save your wrist because when you get my age and Jamie's age and you've beat them up to all these years, they start getting where their work is good. Yeah, all that information is on motocrosswristbrace.com. Or yep. you can just call and talk to Gary. Gary will hook you up. No, absolutely. Give him a call. But, hey, guys, Moto X Pacho. See you next week. Out.